0: Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of If You Can't Handle the Heat. just want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsor, allvolleyball.com. Allvolleyball is the biggest retailer in volleyball. Whether you're a club coach, whether you're a club owner, whether you're a player, whether you're a parent, it doesn't matter. They have any volleyball need. Any volleyball need you want, they got. Whether it's shoes, whether it's balls, whether it's jerseys, they got it. And better yet, use the promo code HEAT, all capitals, for 20% off. All right? Enjoy this episode. Yeah, you can't, you can handle the heat. Yeah, you can't, you can handle the heat.
1: Yeah,
0: out of system, you can't handle the heat. Blue lash out. Welcome back to the episode. Of if can if you can't handle the heat, presented by All Volleyball. It's your boy G Swizz. The gritty Master, <laughs> next to me, the Gwiddy Guy himself, Joe <laughs> Worsley, and of let's course, up, up. all the way in southern Europe, the Gwiddy Lord himself, Michael Maher, uh, gwitting all the way down to Louis Uh <laughs> I was not planning to open it up like that, but guess what? We may have the gritty God, the gritty Lord, and the Lord of Gwities, or whatever I called it, but the Gwiddy King himself, dumb man, dumb myth. To Gwitting Mabello, Eric Soji. Eric, thanks so much for hopping on the pod, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> I had no idea I was going to do that, but I just started talking I get it.
1: I can't continue. I can't continue after that. I'm not joking. The last, like, five times I've opened TikTok the last <laughs> week or so. Well, let's be honest. I opened it more than five times. It has been... <laughs> it has been... Luna Berg, team Lunaberg Berg, squiddy I don't even know how to say it all over the volleyball court and well, first of all I'm just impressed second of all I'm like never happened on my team like, no the don't. buy-in is
2: unbelievable
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable is it is insane and yeah I mean after Gage insulted my TikTok on your last podcast
0: I'll get into that <laughs>
1: I'm, um, I'm, I'm Ooh, excited to that's be that. Right. No, I'm, I, that's I'm right. totally no, excited. No, five he's five right. We already talked about.
0: I was going to yeah. talk to, I, honestly, whether you bring that up or not, I was going to bring that up. I put on top five. So for those of you who don't know, listeners, I we <laughs> did a top five TikTok counts. I put Eric as number five because I said Eric makes great content, but it's not for me. Meaning, my my TikTok consists of Panda, Kung Fu Panda animation <laughs> edits. It convinced, Gwitties, <laughs> and, <laughs> and stupid stuff. So... Yours content is great, better than ours, 100%. But it's just for me. Unless it's a kung fu panda po or Tai long edit, it's just <laughs> not for me. At the end of the day, I guess.
1: It's all good. No, we talked about it, and I was saying, I don't even like some of the content I'm putting out there. It's, yes, it's, you, do. you don't have to
0: say. You don't have to say that. You don't have to it's, say
1: that. It's it's TikTok. It's social media. It's whatever.
0: We're good. No, but, no hard feelings. I promise. But you do you, so like. So like you said, the buy-in. Let's get into that a little bit. TikTok and stuff.
1: The buy-in, the buy-in is buy-in insane
0: our team, on your team. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, like really we're is. after a game. We're like, we got a Gwinnie. What's the Gwinnie video? What's the? <laughs> everyone's like, all right. Everyone stay to practice. We went. In, actually, we went in an hour yesterday before practice. And we, were, all right. If we were sucking, listen, listen. If we were sucking and we were playing terribly and things weren't going our way, we would not be doing this. We are like the last guys that would be doing this. But everything's going well right now, so we have a little. I mean, obviously we're still folks at practice, so we're tra- training hard and stuff. But we we're like, you know what? Let's show up a little early, and we just shot some Gwitty videos, <laughs> and in other and other videos, so we we're just like messing around and whatnot. So, yes, if we were sucking, we would not be doing this. But for you, so but like I said, the buy-in is insane. So we have to like, like, directorial meetings like after practice I was Like, well, how can we how can we do the new Gwitty? You know, what I'm saying? like
1: <laughs> we elevate it, but. It's like a it's like a video session for the next game, and then also a twenty minute video session on <laughs> on guitying. I'll just say gwiddying. The breakdown, guity breakdown. So that
2: kind of stuff. Oddly it, though, it does bring teams together. Like it if does. It can, like it's not like it really can go unnoticed. But it, at least in my experience, when you have things that are bringing the team together, it comes through. It like you can feel it on the court. You can feel it in important matches. You can feel it when it matters. And so. That could be also a reason why you guys are playing well.
1: I mean, yeah. honestly, buy-in is buy-in is just important. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, okay, certain things maybe not, but <laughs> anytime you you can have a, a team buy into certain things, or whether you you come together for social media, you come together for for meals or drinking or whatever it is, wherever you are. Yeah. Like,
0: I don't know, buy-in is buy-in is huge. When do you think it becomes, like, is there, like, obviously, I'm not going to say, like, smoke crack, but, like, is there, like, an activity or something where they, they cross the line too much? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I if mean, you're I would say, losing?
1: like, I would say team partying could probably cross the line. Like, if you're showing up exhausted for training or for matches. I mean, last year we won the cup, and we're almost, like, literally and figuratively hung over for the next game, like, the next Wednesday, and we lost, I think, mm-hmm. 3-0 or 3-1, so... Yeah, obviously if it's affecting your play <laughs> in a bad way, like buy-in maybe not is the right thing, but every once in a while. But let me tell you, we were bought in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's drinking, you got the team here. We are bought in.
0: <laughs> Polish, man. Eastern Euros, man. They can just down. They can down some rack here, whatever, whatever you throw in front of them, man. Okay, Joe, what were you saying though? I'll cut you off. No, I was just saying, everywhere we go now, too, like, even the announcers or commentators or games, people tell us, we go in arenas, it's like, Quiddy! Everybody, everybody recognizes this is the gritty team. <laughs> Let's go, baby! But, Eric, how, so how do you come up with your ideas? Obviously, like, after practice, like, 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 like with, like, you do stuff and maybe before practice, or not before, but. Well, I, mean, extra reps. I feel
1: like my, my content over here is like a combination of just showing people playing volleyball and then also some of these trends that are going on in TikTok and trying to make it relatable to volleyball players out there. So it's just a combination of, you know, silly volleyball videos or people literally just performing skills. And then also, you know, whether it's the trends and, and making it relatable relatable to volleyball. I like make things relatable because mm-hmm. I don't know, a lot of our lives just it's not relatable. People can't relate to what so we true. do. So anytime that you can connect with people that way, then, I think that's a good thing but I, I also just like to showcase the guys like my team even though that's they true they hate my phone <laughs> <laughs> there's no buy-in over here <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can talk about that we, once we pitch the giddy idea they're they're sold don't worry about that what, but when you talk about showcasing what how difficult is it for people like even that you talk to because we talk we we've discussed this and when we go try to tell people about our lives over here and tell people about the type of people and type of teammates that we have it's like they can't even believe it sometimes I feel like in the situations we run into. How what do you what is your experience when you try to kind of explain our lives in general to people back in the States?
1: No. Oh it's tough, right? I mean for us it's like normal. It's almost like a boring life over here. You know, we go to practice, we come home, we eat and we get online and, and go on TikTok, right? But there's just so much I don't know. For me, I just, start, I try to describe the people that I interact with, my teammates, coaches, you know, going to, going to the store, going to a certain restaurant. For me, that's just the best way to explain what we do and, and how we do it. I don't know. I always tell people, like, it's not that interesting, but they, they obviously find it super interesting what we do, but it's tough. I mean, that's why I enjoy when people come over here and they can actually see what we do and how we do it and whether it's exciting or not, you know, it's just a different lifestyle.
0: So you obviously have a huge, huge following, right? Like just like obviously playing wise, you're known worldwide, known as the best libero in the world, friend of the show as well, of course. And Thank you. <laughs> but also if you were to strip all that away, just for you from an influencer point of view, right? I'm sure you read your comment section and I'm sure you have a pl- bunch of comments like you're growing the game, you're 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 doing all this, like keep it out, you're growing the game and everything. And obviously we don't have a big following with you, but for the for the smaller amount of comments that we do have from our videos, like a lot of people comment that, oh, people come up to us as I'm sure they do with you. They, oh, you're going to keep it up. You're doing this for the game. Like, do you ever feel like a, like for me, like I never felt like, oh, I'm doing this because I want to grow the game. Obviously that is the goal mm-hmm. 100%. But coming from you, like a huge audience, is there ever like a thing where I'm like, where you're like, oh, you feel like this, this, how do I say it? What's the word I'm looking for? this uh uh this w- this weight this responsibility and weight like oh like to grow the game or whatnot or 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 is it just kind of like whatever goes off the top of your head
1: um i mean i would say most of my ideas are just off the top of my head i don't i wouldn't say i go into making videos thinking like i want to grow the game i think i did i do a lot of that for the national team I, I love to expose the guys on the national team and have people get to know them and see what we do and how we travel and all of that So that part of it i would say is more about growing the game especially in the states because most of my following is in the states and just allowing people to see who we are and what we do and over here i would say it's not so much of that but i think in the states especially before the olympics it was a lot about like showing people who we are and trying to get a bigger following
0: right right absolutely and sorry i said one more question wait no, you go, Joe. Sorry, sorry. I was just gonna ask because you spoke about your teammates um, in Poland. What is the reception like for social media and like a building point. a following and creating content versus what you see in the U.S.? Because we see a difference for sure in Germany.
1: Oh, it's it's like not a thing, really. It's like so Eric crazy. pulls his phone out and everyone sprints the other direction. <laughs> so it's like, but the thing here is that the volleyball players are borderline stars and like celebrities. You know you these players can't go anywhere without pictures and autographs and people staring and our cameras are out you know it's like what we kind of see with celebrities at home it's it's to a certain degree it's what these guys face day in and day out maybe not in my town which is very small but um they're all on social media they just don't effort out they're not creating content like a lot of americans are you know we i pull a camera out in the gym at home and people are like, all right, what are we doing here? It's like, Oh, Eric's phone is out. Like let's pass more balls or something. You know, it's just not quite, <laughs> quite the same, but it is a different lifestyle. Like we're pretty anonymous at home. They're not anonymous here.
0: So it's, it's a different thing. Do you think if you were to like go through like a rough patch of playing and then you pulled your phone out and what did you get a lot more would you, would the judgments come a lot faster than in the U S you think?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I pull out my phone almost every day. I bring my phone to practice. I hide it. It's kind of like an agreement between my coach and I. I hide my phone. Stretching, cheer is done. Phone out. People are doing extra reps. That's kind of when I do my thing. So for me, it's about keeping it professional. You know, people allowing me. I usually ask guys, can I film you today? Um, Can I post, like, the good reps that we take? Obviously, a lot of the time it's just the good reps. (laughs) So it's just figuring out. It's a time and a place, right? It's like, right. if we have something on the line and it's like Trento the next day, I I am not pulling my phone out or a servant pass. I'm not really, you know, pulling my phone out. So, it's time and a place. Um, a lot of like, <laughs> consent consent forms
0: being out there. Yeah. No, I get that. So, what I've, I've one or two more questions about what you just said. First one, you said like when you guys go out, like. You realize you're a celebrity. Is that like how it is there? Like, is like like your day to day life? Is it kind of like a lot of stairs? Because we we have a little known just from Hawaii. I mean, but other yeah, than that, yeah, I'm yeah. sure like an entire country is a whole another animal. I'm sure, but is it like that with you? Yeah,
1: I mean, here in my city, I mean, Micah's been here. It's small, so people and Zoxa is the team of the city. It's it's you know our our team picture is on like the welcome to K'jejin Kozle sign of the city, so we are you know the brand of what this city kind of has to offer and then our cars have our stickers and names and all of this on the cars so people stare at the cars and then you know we have our jackets on and we're tall taller guys i'm like the only asian in the city you know so you do get recognized more often but i would say as far as going out you know we had a team outing i'll say that the other night and it got weird at the end of the night because people were drinking, other people, and they started like talking to the Polish guys, like, "Oh, what about Zoxo? How was that game last night? Or how was World Champs?" I had a, a just a random person come up to me and show me a photo they took of me and him from World Champs, and I was like on the dance floor. So it, it, it is a little <clears> bit strange. Like, okay, is it cool? Maybe, kind of. But it was it's a it's a strange vibe when people are just t- constantly recognizing the Polish guys and asking them about volleyball. They get pretty uncomfortable.
0: Michael, what about you at Holborn? Is that the same way? Because I know you have a big following.
2: No,
1: not at all. Also, our city's like
2: way bigger than than Eric's. And I think that it is the case with, um, from what I've heard, it is the case with the women in Turkey. Like uh, their national team is similar to the men's national team in Poland. Like they're pretty big. They're actually really, really big. And so I know that they have similar situations where they're they're borderline like B-list celebrity probably in Turkey, which is pretty high. Yeah, uh, yeah it's pretty high. Like B-list is pretty high. And I would say like their top two or three players, uh, sorry about my cat, are probably B-list celebrities in Turkey. So they definitely go through it. But not the men's side. I think one of the few places in the world where like the men's side, the national team is such a big deal in Poland. Like, bigger 100%. than their club sports, I think the national team is just, like, everywhere. Even on bus stops and, like, on the buses in Katowice, they were there.
1: Yeah, they they have a pretty big following. They do a lot of ads, a lot of, you know, commercials, that kind of thing, which, yeah. for me, I'm like, I hope you guys are getting paid for for a lot of this, <laughs> but I don't know if they are. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a big deal here. I mean, Micah knows that. We all know that from playing matches here and and seeing matches, but it's, it's cool. But yeah, Turkey, I mean, I've been to where Micah lives now because my brother played there last year Mm -hmm. and it's just a massive, massive city that just has so much going on. Right. So it's not always going to be like the biggest, I don't know, following outside of volleyball. I mean, you guys had a, a pretty big crowd the other night, but
0: people following it, I don't know if it's the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely, we play in like a, wait, how many people are in our town, Joe? I'm like 70,000. We have 70,000, which is like, but it's relatively small, like the youth community. It's more elderly folks. So like, so we kind of experience that small kind of town vibe, but they're all behind the team as I'm sure they're all behind Zoxa. But like, if we have like a team outing, like you said, we go out, it's just like, people are like wearing our like Jersey or like a crop top (laughs) Lunaberg on the dance floor. I'm just like, they're like, look, look. I'm like, oh yeah, brother. I was like, wait, that was our like, uh, like, like, that's our photographer from the, or like you run into like all the people <laughs> and it's actually, it's actually really, really cool. But, um, we um and let be- me
1: tell you that Luna Berg team goes out and they go hard. I always, no. say- hey, 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 yeah, hey, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. i, I was like, are you guys I out this.
1: again? <laughs> I, I will say this.
0: There are, Gage and I are, not we are not the big party animals. I don't drink or anything. I'm, I'm always the designated di- driver. I make sure everyone gets home and everything. But right. when there is a day off, after a match the luna brick boys will will be tearing up the dance floor i'll just be saying that we'll we'll be out there we'll be out there and we'll be absolutely lighting it up
2: you guys have a reputation to uphold
0: <laughs> exactly and like i said like i said as eric said sometimes it gets weird sometimes like Certain guys on the team of altercations with other people or something like that, like or like there's like or like or like other stuff, and then it's just like, oh, this is not like we need to like leave this town because everyone knows who we are. Or just, it's just like we need to get out of here. <laughs> but what are you saying, Joey? No, I was just saying with that being the culture in Poland, like you were saying with the advertisements and stuff, is it like with marketing and social media and everything? Like, are these companies actively trying to come after you to do any type of? Um, sponsorship deals or brand deals or anything like that, or is that is that a major thing in Poland's like I guess economy? Because I like it's interesting to hear that in today's world, there's certain places that still are you know behind on that, even though obviously there are.
1: Yeah, I mean, personally, no, I, I'm not in the Polish market, but um, you know, the guys do a lot of different posts for companies, but it's never for money, from what I understand. It's a lot of you know, free shoes, free knee sleeves, free arm sleeves, kind you of thing. Get way more
0: out of that, Bro. For
1: sure, and I I I try to tell them. <laughs> you know, you know, guys will. There's certain guys on the national team that that do do things. You know, whether it's a bed or a, a razor or something like that. But the guys on my team, I don't think they do a lot of things for money. It's a lot of just I want shoes and I will post
0: for you super like crazy in a country like that like i remember the other day i was in i was on the call with my friend and i was like eating and he's like you know what like because as you said europe and especially professional teams in europe volleyball wise they kind of uh, they don't really understand like the power of meat social media like you said they do a lot of billboards and whatnot and like it's way cheaper way better to do it through tiktok right and when he's like, you know what? Through all the views you guys are bringing to 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 Lunaberg through out of system and everything like that, you should you should put that in your contract. You should get a raise. And I almost spat <laughs> my food out. I was like, I, I wish it would. If I, I even try to bring that up. Uh, have you seen the views lately of the Gwitty videos? <laughs> Directly translates to our Twitch stream numbers. All right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like well, it, it honestly, could I but, mean, like.
1: I kind of make that these jokes as well to my to my team, or people will make it about me because our social media team is not the greatest. They're actually not allowed at practice, which is just another thing that I'm upset with, with with my team. So it's like anytime that I post a video of, you know, one video I just posted has almost 8 million views of me and my coach just bumping it into the, trying to get into the hoop. Coach but there's Zoxa everywhere. You know, there's Zox everywhere in our gym. So whether or not you're promoting or not, you know, people are seeing it and people are Googling it or or searching for the team kind of thing. So, yeah, it's a joke, obviously, but it's like, hmm. it's like I'm doing more more work for you than you might think
0: (laughs) you are. You are. You are just by. I mean, obviously, (laughs) as a player, you're going to bring a lot of fans, but just for your social media presence, they just don't get like Joe was telling me. It's like like, yep, All right. Time to go hang out. the. Go hang out the Lunabrick poster outside the elementary school. Look, what is that doing? Like, what are we doing here? What are we like? It doesn't even have a time Companies or date? will invest, like, $10,000 to get a little sign on the floor. And I'm like, okay, you get X amount of people in the match per day, and then you get X amount of Twitch streamers. I'm like, why don't you go and build your social media following, and you can charge way more... <laughs> than what you're getting for a little like banner on the floor it's but they don't yeah like you said they just don't have that understanding it just the u.s is always you know a step ahead on that stuff and that'll come over to europe eventually i think you see it obviously with soccer but yeah it's crazy i have two more questions about the social media with you eric first question yeah. how do you work with like how do you like spot like do partners reach out They're obviously huge presence so do, like sponsorships and partnerships do they reach out to you
1: I actually haven't done a, a deal in a while, but, um, I have a manager. So I work with a, gotcha. with a sports agency that I post, like, they'll make stories for me on game days and I'll repost those. So those are like the random SVG sports is what I post. And that's my sports agency. I have a a manager that goes out and seeks these things. And it's not necessarily these kind of like short term deals that I'm searching for, like post mm-hmm. a photo and, and get paid for it. It's It's a lot of like, Brand building, business building, future t- sort of things, but I haven't done a deal in a while, and I'm I'm actually not that active about doing that.
0: Got you. That's awesome. Cause then you have, like I you said, your free will, whatever you want. I I totally understand. Yeah. And then you also got to find like a brand that fits what you guys are going for. I totally get it. Exactly. Second question. Second question. When you're doing the YouTube videos. Yeah. When. First of all, extremely instructive. Great breakdowns. For those of you who don't know. Eric Shoji. We'll drop the link at the bio to all those social media's uh, <laughs> below. But his reaction videos are top tier. I have a question. You are very educational in your videos. Are there is there ever Thank a point you. And, where you have to like hold back from just being like, what the f I'm gonna swear, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. What the f is that? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't sworn in a long time. I'm sorry. But yeah, I had to say that for no, to bleep that out, fine. Harry the editor. To be to be honest, no. Because
1: I rarely think that you're playing or watching the game these days. I think because I've gone through it all and I've beaten myself up about like so many different things. And that's what I say to myself most of the time that I don't, I wouldn't say it to others. And I also know that there's like a reason for most plays. So I don't know. Personally, I don't think that. I would love to like just find more of an explanation of what happened or or say that random things happen. But personally, like my personal brand is just a little bit more positive and trying to keep things light and um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I don't really go down that path very often.
0: Eric? You are a better man than I am and to <laughs> I gotta say that for you Cause like I said like I will sl- I'll I'll say a play for myself And I'll just want to like, slam my head through the. <laughs> I lost a game the other day I, lo- I don't use my cool a lot I lost a game of 2 on 2 the other day Anyways I got gypped Whatever I don't want to talk about it <laughs> I've never done this in my life. I punched the – it had small padding, small Euro padding. I punched the ref pole three times, and then I headbutted it three times. My head's still ringing from it. I usually am not a hothead or do anything like that in my life, but I was so mad. Like, I couldn't talk to anyone. I had to go in the corner. I've never I've – I haven't gotten like mad like that in years ever since I was 13 and I turned to my libero, ask him, do you want to lose right now? Like, like <laughs> I, I would lose it back in the day. Um, but let's, all right, we talked about social media I think, here. Well, I let's think, talk,
1: I mean, to be, there are times where I'm like, okay, what was that? But I think I, I'll phrase it differently in the video. You know, like, wow, that was crazy. Or, <laughs> oh, what happened? You know, I, it's just for me, I'm not the bashing, I guess, type. You know, I, yeah. I feel like if I want to be kinder to myself, I have to be kinder to others. So that's, right. that's kind of where I'm coming from. I just try to keep it above. Like I'll talk, promote I'll positivity. Talk. Like I can talk, I can talk. Like let's let's be honest here, but I'm not going to put that online.
0: No, I get it. I get it. Promote positivity. Yeah. Like I said, you have. Like I said, for you and the brand, it is so educational. So many like young players watch for educational purposes. I totally you. and and i like you said i i I, bel- I firmly believe this and i mean this you're a better person than i am for sure because <laughs> when i go i don't bash anyone but i'll bash myself real bad or just something like that yeah and yeah i'll yeah. just so you or something like that so yeah
1: well i think like i mean if there's i don't know for example a a tip falls and you're like you were right there you could have gotten it you know instead of being like what was that well i can maybe explain like why didn't i go for that tip or why did i mm-hmm. think that that person was going for the tip so for me there's Usually an educational way to kind of explain a play. Right. And I'll do my best (laughs) to explain that, to try to. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Well, I just want to kind of change the subject really quick right here. It's not every day that you get the two Champions League winners of quarterfinals. Not just through yet, but they will be soon enough. Micah and Eric. Micah and Eric, congratulations on the big dub yesterday. Zox had defeated... Uh oh my God I'm blanking right now don't 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 Trento Dr. V Trentino oh my God oh. Hobonk obviously defeated Lube two Italian teams going at it way to represent guys congratulations um before we kind of dive more into this I'm gonna ask Eric since you are our lovely guest also Micah's cat is our fifth ho- or a fourth host In i show I'm like what is, the is havoc? it havoc Micah what's your cat's name again
2: Bear sorry that's why I disappeared she got it. no that's no
0: something. keep Bear on screen keep Bear on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but all right. So, and I'm sure you have to explain this a lot and people are confused or maybe they don't, don't even care enough to ask, but can you explain the season, of professional athlete, like top tier, let's say you're in champions league. Let's say, can you explain the cup? Can you explain the super cup at the beginning as well? And the regular season on top of that.
1: Okay. So we're in Poland, I guess currently we were and are in We'll say four competitions. The first is the Polish Plusliga, Liga, which is the main season that runs from October through May. This is 14 teams, 16 teams, 16, 16 teams. Um, round Robin, play everyone twice, and then playoffs. So that's like the normal Polish season that I guess normally we'll talk about Turkish-German season. There is also the Polish Super Cup, which a lot of countries will have, which is just a rematch of the finals last season one game super cup they like to make it a big deal uh we lost that match 3-2 earlier in the season there is also the polish cup which is different than the polish plus liga which is a tournament that involves the first division and the second division here in poland this year it was the top six from the first division after the first round and the two best teams from the second division that made it into the quarterfinals from there it was a single elimination tournament to determine the polish cup winner which we won about two weeks ago and then the fourth thing is the cev champions league which is a european competition that involves usually the top teams from countries around europe i believe there's something like 32 teams that start now we're down to eight which micah and i are in And then under the Champions League, there is the CEV Cup, which is what Lunenburg was in, which you guys were in, which I guess technically is like the third and fourth place teams from these leagues. And then there's also Mm. the CEV Challenge Cup, which is under that. So most countries will have four competitions. Well, whether you're in them or not, just is determined from last year's finish. And yeah, that's it.
0: Perfect. Mike, any any differences in the Turkish League?
2: No, I don't think so. I think we had the Super Cup, but our Super Cup is between the champion of the clu- of the cup and the champion of the season. So that was different because we technically were – or our team was technically in the championship of last year, but the Super Cup was between the champion of the cup and the champion of the league, which we were neither. So that's the only difference.
0: Eric, thank you so much for explaining all that, as well as clarifying, Micah, for your league. Uh, German League's pretty similar to that. I mean, it's pretty similar. It just had fewer teams. So in, like, the later half, the top four teams play twice again. The bottom five teams play twice again as well. But, yeah, so for our listeners out there, like I said, there's, like, so many, like, big tournaments. Like, I try to explain this, and I'm sure you've had to do the same tournaments within tournaments and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, they're like, you won, you won the league. I was like, no, we won the cup. And then yeah. I we, wait, I thought you lost. No, we lost the Super Cup. And then you got to start putting it in like, uh, and then you got to start putting it in like American terms or like, yeah. all right. So yeah. we won the Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl, but then we lost. Like you like, got like you got like, like to find like these avenues. And then we we won the Super Bowl though, and like it's just stuff like that where it's just very very interesting. So for you guys, and then Micah, you can touch upon this too. In a week, like you guys are playing the games on Tuesday or Wednesday. So, like, what's your, like, weekly like, routine and schedule when you're – it's go time, cha- Champions League, as well as playoffs are coming around the corner and the season?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, throughout this entire season, we've basically played Wednesday weekend for the whole season. I mean, Poland's a little bit crazy this year. We have 16 teams, so it's a lot of matches. Um, but I guess it's slowing down a little bit now. But in general, it'll be matches Wednesday weekend we'll just say wednesday weekend in poland they'll they'll have a lot of games around because of tv but um if you're playing that kind of schedule it's for us it's a practice on monday it's a practice on tuesday play wednesday off thursday lift lift practice friday practice saturday play sunday monday off kind of thing so it just depends on the on the timing of everything we try to get a lift or two in every week whether it's heavy or not just depends on the schedule, but yeah, I mean, depending on the matches, you're not practicing that much and you're resting and you're like, you're building up for the matches. So it, it can be pretty tough.
0: It's true. Micah, what about you, man?
2: Well, the Polish league has been playing more than us for sure, but I, there was a, a certain, like, I would say two months or a month and a half that, yeah, we were playing twice a week. And then with travel, it just becomes really difficult because, and you're trying to fit in the lifts, like you said. So, for example, we played at home last night and we lifted today because we will go to an away game tomorrow and then we'll play the next day and then we'll have the next day off coming home and then the next day we'll leave to Italy and so you're just trying to fit a lot of stuff in when, you, when you're when you in Champions League as well, which this is my first year. And I didn't realize, because last year, like, we're playing Eric. And the whole week, you're just waiting to play Zoxa. And Zoxa's, like, probably coming to our match, like, oh, we're just, like, trying to get through this because next week we're <laughs> and next Or, like, we just came from that. And you, like, you you have no idea because you're, like, the whole week we're training. Focus on them. Like, this is our everything on Saturday. And now that I'm in the position that I'm in, it's just kind of, like, seeing the other side of the curtain, you're like, wow, there's, there's a lot more going on in these people's lives. A lot more, like, just a lot more going on that I didn't realize. And, like, you can show up to a game and the whole Turkish league is, like, hasn't really played a game since the last one. And you were, like, you went through this crazy battle. And you're, like, let down or you're super stoked and, like, coming into this game in, like, a really different place than a team that, like, just spent all week, like, lift Monday – practice, lift Wednesday, like that kind of a little bit more routine schedule.
0: So,
1: yeah, I mean, the weeks, the weeks can just vary a lot. And it just depends on what team you're on. I mean, this last week, we, I mean, we played Trento yesterday, Tuesday, but then we also played uh, Lubin on Saturday, the the three days before that. But (laughs) the way we structured our week was for the Trento game. Like we, We didn't throw away the Lubin game, like we won 3-1, but all the focus was on Trento, the way we lifted, the way we scouted, the way we trained. So it was just a really interesting dynamic and kind of a mental battle to even get ready for that Saturday game because we knew that Trento was, in general, just a bigger match. So it is interesting to navigate this kind of season, but I guess you're supposed to be happy when you're in Champions League and, and stoked and appreciative, which... I think we are. It just can be a lot sometimes.
0: Are you especially when you win it? <laughs> like yeah, winning is good.
2: <laughs>
0: are you guys happy and stoked and appreciative?
1: <laughs> in general, yes.
0: Good, Micah.
1: Oh
2: yeah. Well, we're in a different spot than them. I'm stoked. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so, happy to be here, man. I'm just, I'm just happy, happy to be. be here. Exactly. Exactly. Well,
1: yep. no, I, I really don't want to sound ungrateful. Of course. Like I'm so grateful right. to be in champ, like highest level of volleyball. Right. But you played, I've played champions league. Like, I don't know. You keep like, I'm, we're in a position to win. I have been in the position where you're not going to win, like where you're going to lose every game or you're going to lose. You're for sure going to lose in the quarterfinals. So it's just a different, it's, it just depends on the team you're on and you know i'm all in i'm all in right now and and happy to be here so just depends i don't know now i sound like a a brat no
0: no 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 no. you are eric Eric. (laughs) yeah eric there's a common there's a common phrase we use on this show it's (laughs) there's levels to this there's levels to this and the more guests we've had on from all around the country different backgrounds it comes quite obvious you know what i'm saying and obviously you're at the top level you don't. don't, well, you're, I've, you don't I've, look.
1: I've literally been on that like last place team in Champions right. League, the team that goes zero and six and barely wins a set. So, I've been on all sides of this spectrum, and it's great to be in Champions League. You yeah. always want to be on in Champions League.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you guys, so for as Eric and Mike Micah stated, you're playing teams from all over the world. Same thing for CEV. When we were alive, before we got eliminated by Mona, R.I.P um so who's playing right but, now yeah who's playing as we speak right now they're playing a scraw um but actually you went to like create can we tell that or no the scraw story or no i think so or no about their players and everything like that i don't know what story you're referring to you know what story i'm i'm referring to oh it was released like that they weren't paying their players for a while everybody was talking about it they hadn't paid their players and they threatened like if they didn't get a paycheck that they just weren't going to get on the plane to go to Modena. I'm sure you guys heard about it, Eric. I saw it like all over Twitter. Last yeah. Tuesday I mean, I think week it's week pretty ago, common
1: knowledge that they weren't being paid. I don't know the, the full details of the situation, something with the sponsor. If they want to boycott Sunday, I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> <they> Sunday. <laughs> Off day. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that it, it's, it's a crazy subject overseas about paying and stuff. And obviously as you get higher in the ranks, it becomes more professional. But if, but so it's surprising that Scraw a higher team is not paying their players at times. But anyways, so when you're playing international play, when you're playing in anything CEV or anything like that or Champions League, you're on the plane, you're traveling. But when you're playing within your own country, usually, I mean, I'm sure Zox has a big budget. I'm sure Hubunk has a big budget. Maybe they fly you somewhere. But what is the do you guys do you guys do bus to all your games? We so, are
1: 100% bus buses within the Polish league.
0: What's the longest bus ride everyone has here? Um, here to Suvalki,
1: which is where Josh Tuenego played a couple years ago. I think it's Micah. We're we're pretty much the same. What was yeah, it like same. nine? Yeah, eight and a
2: half or
1: nine. Eight and a
2: half or nine. Something like that. What about you, Micah? And they're like that distance from everyone, so that really? team has yeah, tough
1: that team home. has. And we so have
2: great. it. We had it really good. Like, there's yeah. like five teams within two hours, I would say, oh, us, yeah. Katavi- or, sorry, Katowice, Zaxa, Yashrembia, Zavierce, Nisa's Nisa. Nisa. not that far. It's like two hours. And
1: it, this year, Bielsko Biala, where Jake is, where is are, yeah, it's really close. Um, and then, Joshoff's so not that far.
2: Yeah, those Joshua's are all within like, yeah, like those are within like an hour
1: or two. So it's pretty good.
2: Yeah, it's really nice. It's a really nice central location.
0: Yeah, man. And then, Micah, We fly to
2: some of them and bus to some of them.
0: Yeah. So, what's the farthest bus you got? Four and a half. What? So, what's, like, the line, like, after four hours, like, all right, hop on the plane? I think so. Private?
2: No. No, no, no. Just normal plane. But, you know, you want to know what's nuts? Actually, the first time that I arrived, we caught a plane, and I get off the plane and we get out of the airport and i'm getting onto the hulk bank bus which is like it's wrapped so it's like you can tell which bus is ours and i was like wait a second what how wait what dude the driver drives what the night before us and meets us there and picks us up oh and i didn't realize but also it's so nice because no one said this but you can put your all your baggage and everything there Mm. so we just fly with a backpack and then when we get there we get picked up with the bus our suitcases are on the bus
0: that man needs a race that guy's a beast that's awesome
2: i I didn't catch on like the first time i was like this is so strange am i tripping out nobody has anything yeah and then (laughs) i figured it out it's so nice this club is very nice i think one of the you
1: one of the very unique, interesting things here in Poland is that we'll have a game, Zaksa uh, Katowice. It's like 45 minutes an hour, but we'll stay in Katowice the night before. You know, we also had a Champions League game in Gliwice last year, which is max 45 minutes, and we we stayed in Gliwice the night before. So, I guess it's their whole being professional thing, getting us out of our own house. But even on these like close matches. We're staying in hotels where, in, when I was, played in Berlin, you know, we were driving to, I don't know, Coburg or Netshoppers or these different teams <laughs> the day of the game. Not Lüneburg, actually. We would stay in a hotel. But oh, um, that part, I'm like, do we have to stay in a hotel like 30 minutes away? We can't just stay at home. So you prefer it home.
0: No? You prefer at home. I think so. I yeah. definitely do. Especially.
1: If, especially yeah. if it's like an 8 30 game and you, you have time to rest and you can drive and it's like fine why not
0: i feel that i'm I'm kind of a nomad i'm i'm a guy i love the road i'm a road mm. warrior as they say you know get me out of my do comfort guys, zone get me out of Do you here. guys
1: room together do you guys room together
0: no but we still sleep in the same bed though we just leave the we just leave the bed for we just don't fill it up we just sleep together. And he's though. talking about on the road oh on, on the, the road, road. On the road just Yeah, same, our coach. same. <laughs> i mean no we don't do that uh last year for some our coach was big this year like last year we just had uh, roommates that we chose and this year he's like i he wanted everybody it's like every trip's a new new roommate which is fine because our team's like really really close so, <laughs> and there's nobody like there's nobody that you're like oh man every day, like every it's crazy oh like really how close that's this team crazy is. our team's really really close um
1: Lumber parties in the hallway.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just pillow fights. Quickly speaking of Lunenburg, did you play in Gellerson Hall? The, the Gellerson I played
1: Hall? in the small one every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lost <tough>. every time. <laughs> <No> <laughs> really? Way. Yeah. I think it's yeah, three it's times. So I here. mean, two two regular season matches and one playoff. I believe. I think we lost. I don't
0: think I won in there. That is horrible. I
1: like I I cannot know. horrendous. <laughs> that, right down the street
0: from our house, right now, actually. That right is down yeah, the, the worst place, we live right place the
1: from it. to play professional volleyball. It's just like a nightmare. Oh, it's terrible. The ceiling is so low. And I've always suggested
2: and... that not top teams should be having Demir, <laughs> like <arenas laughs> The worst like gym. I've always. Hatching the mirror well, like, at if you're not Berlin, let's have Berlin come in with some terrible lights that we're really used to playing in a low ceiling, and let's see if we can like. <laughs> Train our train our game around our home gym and start picking up wins at home. <laughs> like,
1: like, I mean, what's the other team in Germany down south? Is it James team? James's no, team the No, the they play
0: in the Audi Dome now. So that's uh, oh, okay. FC Bayern's arena, uh, basketball arena. Okay,
1: so Herrsching used to play in a, a pretty similar one to Lunenburg. It was just. I mean, come on. Passing is stressful enough, but yeah. so with a ceiling like this, come on. I think no.
0: Herrsching was worse. My first two years in the league, we played in that, uh, down in the Amazade, and that was horrendous. I think it's worse down there. But These lower-budget teams do what Micah said. They should be like, all right, guys, try and not turn your lights on the entire time. We're going to install <laughs> the shittiest lights in this gym. When you're at home, get used to it. No, really. I, I think that
2: that's like – why, why would people not be wanting to do that? It gives you an advantage. You just gotta you have, I would advantage. hate that, too. You, you got to have, like, random practice.
0: chains, like, hanging off the roof so it's out. <laughs> like, in strategic places. Random stuff <laughs> hanging down. Only, on
2: only on the, like, the yeah, side that they're sides. away. But that's the thing. Some gyms, when they, like, the away side has something li- a little bit yeah. wrong with it. Oh, like, yeah. Xavier, I know that we switched. but That was just to make them upset. Uh, but... A few gyms that like the scoreboards right behind the reception and you yeah. can't you can't see when they're serving. Right in the serving pass, people are talking about it. We're like, okay, hey, if we win, we tell the captain, like, we win. We need, like, we need to be on that side.
1: Like the colorful advertisement just happens to be yeah. in the perfect spot. You're like, why is the blue and yellow advertisement <laughs> right behind the server? <laughs> or the ones or the that Polish-
2: switch. The ones that switch advertisements too and like one of the four is like super bright and the other three are dark and you're like if that thing pops up when someone's serving anyways that's why like an asymmetrical gym I wouldn't suggest because it can go against you but a just symmetrically bad gym that you can train in and understand (laughs) I would suggest for
0: sure dude well the Polish cup
1: the Polish cup was interesting one side was this giant pink stage led stage which is cool i'm not like it's amazing presentation by the polish league but it's just this giant pink screen which ended up being okay and then the other side you're looking at four giant banners of the stars of the teams so the the pink i was like why is there a pink huge pink background in the back of this like this is impossible to play with and then you go to the other side and alexander Sliwka is staring at me when i'm trying to pass the ball so i'm just like what is, what is this setup? Like, it ended up being fine, but you know when you initially walk in and you're like, oh, that sucks. That's going to be tough. I was like, no. this is going to be brutal. It worked out, but I was like, we don't need giant pink presentation stages directly
0: behind the court. But anyway. Dude, I feel that two stories go off that. One, really quick. The worst lighting gym I ever played with was King University, I, forget, I think it's in like Kentucky. Oh. We were there. I swear to God, it was lit up by like Thomas Edison's first light bulb ever. <laughs> I don't know. It was straight up yellow in there. I was like, what is going on? I was like trying to see stuff. I was like, no way. We're playing in this gym right now. This is incredible. I was like, I was like squinting. I was like, it was so bad. It was so bad. And then we were at in this new gym. And they were—they had these like strobe lights. But they, I swear <laughs> to God, they only had it pointing at me, or, or <laughs> they the, were following the me. But the <laughs> yeah. thing was, it'd be like the ref was blowing the whistle, and it'd be like, it just be a, like strobe, like flashing in my eyes. Like, my, i like, my—I was like, oh my God, I can't see anything. It was so bad. I was like, can someone turn that off? I was so mad. I was like, whatever, I didn't matter. Well, if we're um, if we're
1: on this topic, I mean, of distracting things, a couple. Actually, our home match against Trento in Champions League pool play, <laughs> we had a very um, exaggerated linesman that loved to move during the play Quitty. and like swing his flag around and then swing it back during the play. <laughs> and we literally guy. had we had we had to tell him like you gotta <laughs> relax, bro, like <laughs> calm. Doing the splits. I mean, I, he was like, you know when they move because someone's serving from Area 5, so they move out of the way, like the way he would come back, he would like whip his flag back here and then just make this huge movement, which really shouldn't distract us, but it was so big the way he was doing it. I literally, I told my opposite, who did not deliver the message very kindly. I will say that. He told him like, bro, settle down, just keep your flag where it's supposed to be and stop moving it was so distracting. I was, It was crazy. He's I'm easily crushed. distracted, but.
0: He's probably crushing it. He's well, like, I he was have, looking forward to I this have, all
1: have, week. Lines of the story, But if you want to change topics, we can. No, we want to no. hear the story. Oh, we want to well, okay. hear the story. I, I feel like I, I just preface, like, we have to go. it. So last night, we win the first set. We're up pretty big in the second. We ended up losing it. Between sets, most of our team goes to P, just like, I think, our thing. No, I'm not sure, but Schleifka yeah. is passing the linesman, and what this linesman was thinking, I have no idea. First of all, linesmen never talk to the players ever. Like, just don't talk to the players. This linesman, according to the translation, goes, says to Schleifka, "How could you guys lose that set in such a shitty
0: way?" Mm-hmm.
1: The linesman.
0: Yep. Yeah. Says this. You guys had it coming. Alex. I'm just yeah. kidding.
1: Did we? <laughs> <laughs> he like screamed at him and then dave smith screamed dave smith doesn't scream at people dave smith yelled at the guy and the guy like went off into his corner i was like linesman no 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 no, D- no. don't talk to the players and then don't ask why we lost the set in a shitty way you're so dumb i was so mad after that i was like linesman don't make big moves on the line and don't talk to players. It's not that hard.
0: <laughs> Quit doing backflips on the touch call. Oh, <laughs> chill out a little. You, <laughs> you can only giddy. If you giddy, okay, then you're good. <laughs> you're fine if you if you giddy. There you go. Hey, you nailed. It. You just said you didn't know. You said you didn't know how to say it. That was good. That was best. That was the best quitty I've heard of in my life. Um, you heard it here first. Eric showed you Lord of <laughs> Um I
1: can't even. My nephew tried to teach me, and I
0: was like, I just can't get it. I practice at home now because I know when we go back to the states, all the campers that ask our kids or anybody. Be like, it's the Gwitty guys. You guys got a Gwitty. Well, you guys are. Like, you guys aren't the ones doing it. That's true, but I guarantee you people will ask me. Like, I go on live. Like, do the Gwitty thing. Do the Gwitty thing. I
1: have <laughs> so a I to get up every time in single Gwitty. video. I haven't seen Joe in any of the videos. Yeah, that is Joe's true. a videographer Joe's
0: known Joe for that. Joe yeah, well that's Joe McVlog for you that's right there. You'll, you'll see that in most of our videos. Uh, but Joe is actually the if not I put him second for the most important job because he is the videographer behind the whole thing. Mm. And he if you look at the camera work, it is stellar. I would i j I gotta give Joe your flowers and you're doing great with the with the camera work, man. <laughs> Usually he doesn't touch the camera or even get in front of it. He's in the corner. I don't know what he's doing. Jumping vlog.
1: I will say your opposite is amazing because it's so funny he when you is. play against. I will say it's funny when you like when you play against someone and and you you know that he has a hybrid serve or whatever because he mm-hmm. does. We all know that. And then now he's like acting out these scenes on TikTok. It's like yeah. hilarious, but he's funny. He's, he's awesome. my favorite. He's oh, my he's favorite great. part
2: of every single one of them. <laughs> he's great. He's so, his, German his so German. His small accent is just yeah. <laughs> God, what we doing?
1: God, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: It's true. No, he
0: is great. He's great. The commitment <laughs> is unbelievable. Like for example, our go back to the point. We we're gonna we pulled out crutches today, and the coach said, "No, we can't do crutches. You can't do cr- <laughs> it's bad luck." I was like, "What about a wheelchair?" He's like, "Absolutely not. It's bad luck." And then we were crushed. We're like, we don't have a Gwitty video today. And we're like, no, 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 let's really think, let's really think. And we brainstormed it and we came on a new one. It was great. The Gwitty was great. But also a little, little change of topics here. Eric, I don't know. Do you, do you, as a little bear, do you stretch very much? No. 180 right there. Yeah, me neither. Everyone's like, like for me, like do you always feel like fresh? Like for example, when you walk into a few squats or no?
1: No. But that's an age thing. I think it's an that's age true. thing. Like, Sorry. I mean, I used Sorry. to be able to walk in and spike a ball, you know, spike and, and do whatever. Now it's like, gotta warm up for sure.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But I mean, stretching, it's like, if I feel something, I'll stretch. But if I am not, if I don't feel anything, it's not on top of my priority list. Gotcha. You. You gotta go I think shoot TikTok. Sh- I think you <laughs> I have to I can only shoot if I stretch. I have like if I stretch for a minute, then I'm allowed to get my phone up.
0: Quick stretch.
1: Boop boop. Do that <laughs> I do it there. Do some dips. I'm like, All right, I don't do know. It. Like I feel like there's so many conflicting theories about stretching. Like I've had strength coaches that are like, uh, no stretching. And then the next one's like, Yes, you should stretch after every practice and weight session. So it's like what am I, who am I supposed to listen to? And what am I So I'm just not going to do it. Then. Yourself. Yeah. Listen Bingo. to your body.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah.
1: But that's so, also like as an age thing, like if I feel something, I'm going to stretch it. Right. Gotcha. You know, I, I got to be able to perform. So gotcha. I'm not a stretcher, but if it's necessary, I'm a stretcher.
0: Gotcha. And then two more personal questions. First, like, no, not that type of person. Volleyball (laughs) (laughs) person. When you work out, do you ever like work out for quickness or whatnot? Remember last year, they would do a lot of um, uh, med ball stuff with me. Uh, And this year, it's more, I would say more. I definitely can lift a lot more this year. I'll just say that. Um, But I was, I think I was quicker last year. Do you do any like explosive training or anything?
1: You know, we do a couple of things. I mean, we'll do like the standard power cleans and squats and Bulgarian squats. But then our, our weight coach here will throw in like a, a quick movement in between the sets, sort of supersetting it. So it's jump off a box and do two broad jumps or it's um, taking a medicine ball and doing a squat and throwing it as fast as you can. So mm-hmm. I think strength is probably like the number one factor. And then throwing in these kind of accessory exercises to build off the strength and to, to feel quick within that strength. For me, it's almost like a mental thing. Like, okay, I'm doing the strength part, but myself that I'm, I'm quick and working on quickness. So it's, it's fast, simple things. I don't know. People ask me all the time and I'm like, I don't know, just get stronger. And then that usually translates to quickness.
0: As Micah says, and Joe says, if you want to jump higher, just jump more. Boom. Words of advice. Where's to live by, ladies and gentlemen? Um, last I, mean, I
1: I I literally Sorry. I literally go in every summer with this plan to like talk to our strength coach Tim and and get these like cool exercises to increase my you know speed and agility and quickness. He's like, it's just strength, and then we'll throw in a couple of you know side steps in there or jumps or broad jumps, and maybe you'll get faster. But mostly, it's just strength. So. I trust our strength coach there. I mean, he's one of the top ones in the Olympic committee. So I guess if my advice is just get stronger and to work hard and if you want to do an exercise, do it and do it with good technique and something that's applicable to our sport.
0: Higher, faster, stronger. Charlie Wade.
1: I'm not a fitness guru. Let's
0: <laughs> Eric, you, Eric, you trying to get yoke this summer, bro? You trying to get yoke this summer? Um, oh. barrel
2: can you imagine rich They're lamborn so how
0: eric's <laughs> 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 like got a bench like 450 today
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> instead so of my like 20 kilo <laughs> like, who is that yeah, I'm trying to go with
1: it. <laughs> no i'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to get <laughs> squat rack no wrap. i mean my... the excuse right is always like oh i can't i can't lift because my arms were passing but not really true <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, flexibility is more important than strength. Unlike Joe over here, Joe, Joe will tell you about his second year of freericks stuff. And this guy was just absolutely arm farming all day. Oh, yeah. <coughs> you would too you much. Explain your schedule, your arm <laughs> farm schedule. <laughs> There's no need to explain it right now. But yeah, we, we lifted a lot, dude. All right, well he he would just go in just uh, three days. All three the young time. guys, yeah, yeah. Three it was times a ridiculous a day, amount because I was farming.
2: facetiming Joe during COVID, and we were doing these like ridiculous. What was it?
0: Yoga, hit it like, workouts? Yeah, yeah. No, it's hit Ooh. workouts. Oh, like hit hot workouts. Hot yoga, like. Hit, but it hit, wasn't hot yeah. yoga. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was
2: forty like- minutes. My legs were shot. <laughs> I'm like, I got to shower and like lay down for like two hours before practice, and Joe would just go straight to the gym. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, we just worked out. What are you doing? You might Yeah, you're probably an animal. Hit That's workouts amazing. are
1: different. Those are just not. I don't think those are for volleyball players. Well, it was because yeah. both of
2: us were in quarantine mm. because of COVID. And our coaches were like, you yeah, need to stay in shape because in a week and a half, we're going to have a game. And so, <laughs> two months later, we were like later, calling each other. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> but We were like calling each other, trying to stay in shape. And so, we were oh. doing these YouTube videos that are way too hard.
0: Out of our ballpark. Yeah, Joe was like, if it ends in biceps, I'm doing them. Absolutely. Uh, Last question here. Last question here. Arm sleeves. Talk to me about arm sleeves. Well, first of all, when's the last time, how did you get into arm, passing with arm sleeves? Do they make a difference? And when's the last time you used them in like a, in a crucial moment, didn't use them in a crucial moment?
1: So I started arm sleeves in probably the spring of 2016. I was in Germany and I had always enjoyed playing in long sleeves for whatever reason in Hawaii. Like, we didn't wear long sleeves, but I'd always enjoyed using long sleeves, just the feel of it. And then also, um, I'm like a weird sweater, so I sweat knees down, elbows down. That's pretty much it on my body. So I would get sweaty, and the arm sleeves help with sweat. They help with sliding. I just like the feel of them. Um, and that was the last time I haven't worn arm sleeves like in a in a real setting, like in a real game. Two thousand probably. January of
0: 2016. But it creates like a noticeable padding on the ball because Jordan, our outside started doing it.
1: Mm. I don't know. I think there are like thicker and thinner sleeves out there. Um, some of the ones that the Brazilian wear are very, very padded. Mm. And I almost thought those were too padded because I, I had worn those a little bit. The ones I wear now are Bauerfine, which is a German company. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I personally love them. I, they do like knee sleeves. I believe a lot of, yeah, yeah, sleeves. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just like the feel now. It's just part of my volleyball life. It's like for me wearing knee pads and socks almost. I had a practice gotcha. last year where I didn't wear them and the guys were like, you need to wear these. <laughs> like, get, gotcha. Don't ever forget these again. Oh, God. So for me, it, it's just a personal thing. You know, it's, it's up to you. It shouldn't be like you have to wear these or not. It's just you want to try it, try it. And if you like it, cool. I mean, it's like if you're in Hawaii in a gym, it's going to be pretty hot. So true. you just
0: got to figure it out for yourself. Those are some good points. Those are good points. A lot of kids right.
1: are wearing sleeves now.
0: Yeah, they are. They this are. They, you. They, thanks to at Eric. the Libero. At the Libero on TikTok. On TikTok. <laughs> you know, link the that bio.
2: probably itself is probably worth some
1: money. That handle. Well, to be honest, no, I mean, I don't know. No. (laughs) It hasn't gotten me. Do you know people
2: make money off, like, I'm pretty sure people make money off that kind of stuff. Really? I didn't. Well, like, for example, if you're on, like, to the internet really quickly and you get, like, the domain name, like, therock.com, and the rock, some big company or, like, needs to buy that. You can make a lot of money
1: for that kind of stuff. That would be interesting. But the, honest, honestly, the, con- the concept behind that was, I I really wish I had like a talent that I could put in the middle of that, like the singing libero or like the dancing libero. Like I wish I had a talent, a good enough talent to put in the middle of that. But I don't. The <laughs> Where'd libero? you get that from? Like the backflip linesman, <laughs> the quitting <laughs> libero. I've, I've also wanted to change it to the hungry libero, which I think is Ooh. pretty funny.
0: You should do a second. Why don't you do a second channel? Just do like everything you eat. Just do food mm. ones. I don't know, but be I don't the know. handle is a, a handle
1: is a handle it's kind of.
0: That's true. That's true, and it's and it, and it sticks. Um, I mean my no, first, my oh sorry, keep going. No 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 no. What, what were you saying? What were you saying?
1: No, I was gonna say my first Instagram was Doodoo Boy, so <laughs> <laughs> I would die to go back to that, but I don't think I could go back to that at this
0: point. <laughs> well, you weren't Local Joe 808. My left here. <laughs> no,
1: but I was talking about shit, so. Um, <laughs> sorry for
0: the listeners. Where can one uh, find where? those videos, just for like research purposes? <laughs> I was sitting in our locker well, room, in the Hawaii guys. Somebody bet me that I wouldn't do it. I did it. I forgot who it was. <laughs> everybody everybody a joke. I always try him to get back to get him back to it. So, so legendary. No. <laughs> so, no I have just, some questions right, for Eric. Is that okay? Go, okay. go, yeah. go.
2: Okay, Eric. Uh, can you name to me the top 3 servers that you've had to Ooh. face?
1: And yeah. why? I'm just curious. Gosh, I feel like there's so freaking many there are a lot um, of
2: good servers.
1: I'm going to say Dianek from Poland, little blocker. I I think he leads the league in aces right now. I'm pretty sure he's number 1. Um he does a two-hand kind of hybrid serve. So a lot of pace, a lot of um, range, and a lot of funk on that. He changes the spin a lot. So he'll kind of go righty spin, and then he'll go wrist away to a lefty spin, funky, play him on Sunday, already anxious about it kind of thing. Um, let's see. You know, I haven't played against Nimir a whole lot, but there have been times where... The aces i've taken from him and the shanks have just been quite unbelievable that they're just the farthest ricochets you can possibly get or i just don't react to it kind of thing i think he's a top server um who am i gonna go for mike maa mike maa is <laughs> a very strong server get out of here <laughs> mostly five six against Zaxa, occasionally one six if I'm in one.
2: Vienna, of... <laughs> Micah. Solid top. Wait,
1: I, sorry, I really have to go through countries like Poland, so many strong servers, Brazil. I mean, I think where it's just, it's just so consistent and he really misses with Mikhailov. And you guys have talked about him, mm. but it's just a nasty 70 mile an hour serve, heavy side spin. That doesn't miss, yeah. And when you know it's not gonna miss, you're kind of like, great. You you're know, not what it, you not let off you know the hook I mean? very often. Yeah, you're not let off the hook. So oh, there's so many great servers And, out and there. can you
2: throw in? Can you throw in uh, a float server? Ooh, the nastiest float server in the world.
1: Ooh, gosh. Do you guys have any? I can't. Do you have any in mind so I can like?
2: Uh, I know Russia has some that are just ridiculous. Cause those guys are yeah. hitting that float down and hard.
1: There was a float server a couple of years ago, eh, seven, eight years. Mika from Poland. Yeah. He played in Gdansk last year. He's in Turkey. He's in Turkey. He, he's like a six ten outside, but he used like a full jump and would hit a nasty float. There's a seven, two guy in Russia, Liko Sherstaff who just has the gnarliest reach and hits his float down and it's crazy. Um, and that's like probably a 58 to 60 mile an hour float. serve,
2: like no. just as hard no. as some of the
1: jumps Yeah. I would say 55 to 60. Holy it's just God. insane. That's insane. Um, gosh, who else? Any more in mind? You guys like you've played a lot. Was of- Kovalev? Just... Oh God. It? Yeah. I yeah. think I just blocked that one out of my memory. Kova is something that came bloater. to mind. Yeah, that's like a six what five setter forty inch jump on his float. Yeah, but he
2: is jumping
1: on the floater, yeah. like just, max yeah, jumping. Oh, I got F by that guy in in Russia a couple of times. So yeah.
2: Yeah, he brings some pace. Uh Kirk I have sometimes like he has a nasty jump now though. It's it's, it's strange. Yeah, a lot I mean, of the Russians also, I remember I mean, were like, Leon, well.
1: obvious, obviously, Leon. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of these Cubans, Simone, um, you know, any sort of lefty serve is different and hard. Plotinsky, yeah. I think he just had five aces against Berlin and two sets. So yeah. there's just a lot of good That's servers. Tough. Passing set. So, also,
2: on the <laughs> other side of that, who are the best passers that you've been with that are not Liberos? Oh, that I've been with. Or that, that you've been with, but also, like, who stands out to you as
1: a receiver that's not a libero? The first one that comes to mind is Irvin Ingepet. I think he's probably the best passer passing outside out there. Um, particularly, I think he's the strongest on his right side, which is weird with passes. That's what Namir said. Namir
2: said that when he when he like is focused in reception, he's just a machine. Yeah. he's and
1: people might say like, oh, he looks so loose. Like his technique isn't great. It's like
2: it's
1: pretty good, it's really
2: good. So it's also to to <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. You can continue your list after, but like the right. French have a very like relaxed looking
0: laissez faire
2: yeah style of playing in general, but also in reception. But I know that you talk a lot about technique and you you are probably like the textbook version of reception as from a technical standpoint is when you're watching them, it's the same principles though. They just do it differently or what, how is that happening? How's that going on?
1: I think when you freeze frame and slow it down, most it's going to look pretty similar. Like all the techniques that, you know, I might talk about on my channel, whether it's you know, shoulders over angles, footwork, you know, core strength. When you slow it down, it looks pretty similar. They just have a loose style about it. And I don't know how to describe that. So it's more the in in and the out of the action,
2: but like the action itself, when it's in the moment of touching their arms. Yeah.
1: I mean, you, you freeze frame it on the, on the technique on the pass. It's unbelievable. So I guess at the end of the day, it's like, if you get there you get there yeah it just usually has to be efficient right um passers oof. taylor sander i think is an unbelievable passer who is now on the beach yeah passing balls i'm like how did you shank that you've never shanked that ball before <laughs> especially in indoors but um Shade. <laughs> No, it's more like expectations. I'm like, "Taylor, come on. You have that." Um gosh, I really have to go through the teams. I think the best passer I've ever played with is an Italian player, Gabriele too, who doesn't play anymore. This was a while ago. He just For me, that was like lights out technique. It was just insane to play with him. A bunch of I the think Polish Semenuk is a good passer Sleipk is a solid passer a
2: bunch of the Polish guys mentioned that there was an American that came to Poland that like people all like were like this guy's one of the best passers ever and it was like 10 years ago and he wasn't so offensive and he was a receiver and I need your help on this because a bunch of the guys were talking about him
1: Riley Salmon?
2: No no older or younger?
0: Paul Lottman. Same.
2: No. No. It was somebody that because I know those guys. I feel it was like someone we that with know. a little bit different name. Oh, I want to find out so bad.
1: American. And they
2: said his technique was re- was not good at all, but like every ball was perfect. It was a little bit like of a Polishish or like that type of name. It was. Jeski. No. Um, no.
1: <laughs> I. Um,
2: Dang, okay. I'll find it out. I'll find it out. We'll figure it out. But they mentioned that he was like a bunch of people said he was the best passer they've ever seen. And he was American. And he was a receiver. I
1: think passing is so interesting, especially these days with the kinds of serves. It's like passing perfect is great, but it's like how consistent can you be just to get it up half of the time? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like with these people bombing, it's like how, how often can you just put it on three meters? And. I know, like, Gage and I have a- had discussions about stats and, like, oh, our stats weren't good, but it's like, I don't know what balls you were facing. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, people on social media, they don't see what the kind of serves that we're facing and that kind of thing. And, you know, you get ridiculed for 33% or whatever, but it's like, you don't know. Yeah. Totally. So I don't know, passing, passing, I could talk about it all day. It's just an interesting skill. I think it's really hard. I it think it's really hard. the hardest skill in volleyball, just personally speaking. Ladaro, yeah, speaking here.
0: Yes, I got you. Finally, some backup.
1: Um. So yeah, I mean, the tough skill. You could talk about it a lot. Yeah.
0: For yeah, for me, I learned the hard way about three meters. About just like popping up three meters, don't get eight. Obviously, my brother always remind me. I've been doing a better job at like, I think second half of the season, but. I had to talk with you this year. Yeah, Micah had a talk with me. I had to I mean, talk with I, Joe first. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I, then Joe said remember, can you please yeah.
2: talk to Gage and I said yeah I'll talk to him
0: so I yeah, called you up the, the first time we faced Berlin I was I would say I was the biggest reason we lost I got a three times by shot one or twice or twice late in the match not good like it was a close match then so we went there and then we played him in cup was fine in cup and then German and then second time we faced there first time this ever happened to me I got aced match point versus Carla. It was a good serve, but it wasn't a great serve, and I was – that was the learning curve. But especially my first year in Bulgaria is my first learning curve because, like, they like just put a three meters. And if you didn't – like, my brother's on me all the time, but it was way gnarlier last. Like, and just, like, you got to learn. You're like, oh, wait. And then you also got in the mindset of, oh, on a hard serve, three meters is a good pass. You know what I'm saying? You don't, like, you know, like, you kind of change your perspective as you kind of up the level. So that's – I kind of learned that the hard way as well. Um, but, yeah, no, I get you. I get you. Mike, do you have any more questions?
2: No, those are my main ones. What would you say is the most important thing for people trying to learn how to receive? Because I know that you talk
1: about this in your channel. but Um, Your ability to get the ball to a general place from all parts of your body. So basically angles and how you can create an angle and a platform that's going to get the ball to the target or somewhere near the target i think getting used to angles there's so many coaches out there i've talked this about this before that are like either you have to pass midline or you have to pass on your left or you have to pass outside of your midline i'm like how do you how is that possible like the ball is coming so fast you have to pass the ball wherever it's coming like you have to pass the ball wherever it's coming you try so i'm like no i saw a reel the other day where the coach told the girl she had to pass on her left and I was like, this is not reality. Yeah. Like this is a slow gym form of practice. But I think learning your angles and how you can create angles and have a solid platform anywhere on your body to get the ball to target, I think, is the biggest thing, which is easier said than done. But yeah, just angles, 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 because your angle can make up for a lot of things in passing.
0: It's true this is true I've always noticed this is my last question before our last segment here I' always noticed the perfect platform because I really thought about this is one flexibility with your arms that you' that you're I don't know if y'all knew this I mean I, I noticed this now you obviously knew this but when your like shoulders can touch or do your elbows can touch but have you seen like the arcing one the arcing shoulder when you're when you're um when your elbows can touch like it's kind oh, they like go like as out. Well. Oh man, that is the golden in, in my mind. That is the gold. it just like pops off. It's like it's it's like you don't beautiful. have to be good at it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it, like when I see that I'm like, "Wow, like you can just stick your arms out there and it's probably going to go to target." I'm like, "I I actually practiced." Um, getting my arms more flexible this year. I, I, am really? not kidding. Before every, I swear to God, every time before I pass, I adopted this new technique, and I do this kind of like sweeping motion. And like, and my platform has gotten way better for sure. Right, a lot like before, I used to be decently separated. Now I can decently touch my elbows together almost. I could never be able to do this. One person, Kayla, she plays in Switzerland this year. She said she played at Pittsburgh. They had the final one. She got to the final four two years back. They their coach made her, them like go like in a crouching position, put their their um their arms in a platform situation, and then sit down and squeeze their arms together with their legs. <laughs> For like full, for like ten minutes when they got home, and it works. She said, so I started doing a little bit of that, and then I started doing my little <laughs> new intro. So that's what I do. Wait, I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. I've tried witchcraft. I've tried other stuff, but that just seems to work the best. I would say, you know. Um, but no, there's like I said that I've noticed that that's like when I see that platform, it's like wow, must be nice, you know, must be nice.
1: I know mine is not close at all. So
0: yeah, but well, it, and it shows you don't need that, and it shows you don't need that. <laughs> Um, it would
1: be nice. It looks good.
0: Yeah, it looks it does look good, it's photogenic. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go our last segment here before we let Eric go here. We just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors of the podcast, AllVolleyball and these are our heater questions. Remember, use the code HEAT all capitals for twenty percent off. AllVolleyball all your volleyball needs. Link in the bio. All right, Eric, these can be rapid fire questions. You can answer these as quickly as you want to. I got six questions for you here. A little bit of heater questions. Okay. Also, how long have you been playing pro, 12 or 13 seasons? Season 11. Okay. Wow. Missed it by that much. Here we go. All
1: right. You were so close.
0: <laughs> All right, Eric, you've been playing for pro volleyball for 11 years. In the years of playing, do you think you in this amount of years of playing, do you think you could serve better? The most of the middles that you have gone in for no. How many do you think, percentage wise?
1: I would I would want to serve for maybe ten percent of them.
0: Okay. You played a considerable. But I don't like few... to
1: serve. I don't like to serve. So I, okay. for me I don't like to serve. But I would put in not... a pretty weenie float serve, so <laughs>
0: But that's sometimes that's better than what these that some some of these players can do. Sometimes I'm that's like you just go underhand it back there, man. Like just get it in the court. <laughs> please, please. He's got Zoxa, like a normal float serve. Zoxa, zero. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play on some very with some very, very good middles. All right. You play with your brother a few years, pro and in college. What's the biggest on court fight you ever had with your brother?
1: Uh me not going for a ball, probably. Nothing serious. Nothing big.
0: Okay. No yelling or anything yeah. like that?
1: Come on, Kavika. Come on, Eric. Like, no. No. Got you.
0: <laughs> Got you. Yeah. Me and, me and my brother were pretty tame on the court.
1: <laughs> um, Are you? Are you? <laughs> no, Not at all. Not at all.
0: Um, what position is the most often overpaid?
1: <laughs> hmm? um, opposite. Why? because they're probably the highest paid performing the least amount of skills.
0: That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Next one. In general, who do you think should be the most paid what position if you were building setters. a team? Setters. Okay. Do you think libero? do you think liberos are criminally underpaid or do you or do you understand where they're coming from?
1: I understand that where they're coming from. I do think in general that we should be paid a little bit more.
0: Got you. In general, um, I'm not
1: necessarily speaking for myself.
0: Right, right. But in the general population that you're speaking of, Eric is in that.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think just to expand, like me, I'm fine, but everyone else. I mean, I think like certain leagues are like showing that liberals are pretty important. Like Poland is hiring a bunch of foreign liberals, France has a bunch of foreign liberals, Germany has a bunch. So I think. I think our stock is rising. I think our stock is rising. Yeah, yeah.
0: you know that's interesting. you say that just really quick. It's interesting you say that because some people are like, the market's getting crazier. Some people are like, the market's getting better, you know I mean, for different people, <laughs> different folks, different strokes. All right, next question here. knee pads or no knee pads? and if you have if you say or right, well, let me hear your answer.: Everyone should
1: start with knee pads, and if you want to take them off in college, you can take them off.
0: Okay, to protect your knees, is that why?
1: No, just your simple ability to go and not be in pain and have any sort of hesitation. Gotcha. I was, How do you funny Who made us wear knee pads. I don't know if you had to wear knee pads. Starting and in ankle seventh braces. Grade, seventh grade, we had to wear knee pads and ankle braces. So, yeah. But How do you I will f- say a little anecdote here. Like, I've asked Garrett Moagatutia to wear knee pads because he wasn't going for balls. And he put them on, and I said never wear that. We said never wear those again. They literally look <laughs> horrible because he has trees, so they just <laughs> it just didn't work. And he had warned us, but I was like, Garrett, no, you just gotta try. Like you're not getting that ball and sit. He put them on. I was like, you're fine. Like no, we're not. We're not. Fashion ready. over function so,
2: in Team USA. <laughs> fashion,
1: that that one, you'll you'll see it. I'll make him do it this,
0: soon need the video need the TikTok um <laughs> how do you feel that outside hitters set the second ball overseas instead of liberos
1: don't care at all
0: good man good man last question what's harder to pass a float or a spin serve oh gosh Both this is like equally the, as fast this is like, or, or equally as hard
1: this is like the number one question I think I get on social media um top level jump serve is harder than a top level float serve. Like you you would want to face a float. Like I will I'll, I'll take quick uh Kobolev over Leon basically because your ability to just get it up is norm- normally higher but so high level jump serve, I would say over a high level float.
2: Serve. That makes sense, but medium level float versus medium level jump. Float. I would it's I would
1: rather pass a float. I You'd would rather, rather pass the jump. jump. Yeah, exactly. Jump, jump, jump. jump, jump.
2: Exactly. I, you yeah, know, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree with that.
1: A fifty-five mile an hour jump serve with pure spin. Yeah, is easier than maybe like a college float serve.
0: Right, 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 right. Good point. And that is all the questions we have in this week's heaters. Eric, we just want to thank you for hopping on, man. It's always a pleasure. It's thank always you. fun kicking in with you, man. Always a pleasure. Yeah, you as well. Um, thank Maybe you. Maybe we'll you, get a Gwitty
1: video. Maybe I'll get a Gwitty video out of Zoxo this week. Yes. If you
0: do a Gwitty video. Yeah, how about this? Right. We got yeah, a collab on a Gwitty video. No It's double barrel. He's Gwitty in Zoxo.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of anyone who could even would entertain the idea on my team, and I'm like struggling to find. Maybe my. Is that my, like a like, young boy,
0: guy? We got like, twelve of them on our team, so
1: <laughs> maybe my second statistician.
0: Ooh, Ooh. that's not bad. Like that—that's that, how far there. I'm going
1: down here. That's how far I'm going down here.
0: You should start going after the kids of the of the players. The ball—the ball. That's kids. what you gotta do. Well, the ball kids. The ball kids. Like, yeah.
1: Bartosz Fedmarsh is not doing the Gwitty on the volleyball court. I'm just gonna <laughs> tell you that now. <laughs> you just <laughs>
0: ball players here. <laughs> I can get David Smith's kid to do it. That's what I'm saying Get in with the kids That That's where it's at No more Fortnite. Where are our ball kids? They're widowy yeah. yeah Throw them some Fortnite coins Or something I don't know <laughs> Oh my god right, Well Just want to say Thanks for hopping on the podcast Yeah thanks for having me guys Dolos And Micah's cat Bear uh, j- <laughs> cat We just Bear. want to say Just remember If you can't handle heat Goddamn kitchen This has been another episode presented by Allvolleyball.com